Welcome to Today on Broadway for Monday, June 19th, 2023. I'm Broadway Radio's Matt Tamanini. And I'm Tell Me on a Sunday podcast, Grace Saki. First off, let's start by saying happy Father's Day to all the fathers, surrogate fathers, father figures, and mothers who do the work of fathers uh, celebrating yesterday. Also, happy Juneteenth. Today is a federal holiday, if you have forgotten. That's uh, a fairly new thing, so I think a lot of people forget that this is a federal holiday. So we want to uh, think about everybody celebrating and remembering those days over the past few days. And I wanted to remind you that over the weekend, we had a couple episodes drop in the Patreon feeds first on Friday evening in Patreon and then our regular feed on Saturday morning. I had an interview with the great John Rubenstein talking about his new show Eisenhower This Piece of Ground which is currently playing off Broadway through the end of July and then of course we had This Week on Broadway over the weekend. If you want to hear all of our episodes first whenever they come out before you can hear them anywhere else head over to patreon.com slash broadwayradio broadwayradio.com slash patreon. Now Grace there is not much news at all. Uh, to talk about today, but you recently did an interview with somebody that you've talked about uh, quite a bit here on Broadway Radio, uh, Vibu. Why don't you tell us a little bit about that? And that'll be coming up at the end of this episode. So this is all about her. Um, the, she's been developing the show for a while, and we talk a little bit about um, Sati, and it's a really exciting piece of work. And I know that she's done like a reading before, but this is also just like a, a wonderful stage concert, which is why we love Fifty Four Below. You know, it's it, we get to have these new pieces of work from from emerging artists, and um, just her being like this incredible like South Asian voice, and she's stunning, and she's you know done so many different disciplines, whether it's like dance or music, and it's just it's fascinating and I can't wait for you all to listen but I also want to say do you know who I physically bumped into on not literally but kind of on the streets last night with F was John Rubenstein and we talked about how he was going to be on Broadway radio no um today yes and it happened last night and I was cracking up so you're gonna you're all gonna have to join me at that show yeah a- absolutely so you just bumped into him like did you know him before did F know him like what was that uh... they did Charlie and the Chocolate Factory oh, together uh, of course of course of course of course <laughs> I'm stupid yeah uh, I actually mentioned uh, John doing Charlie and the Chocolate Factory of course I mean, and literally F has worked with everybody in the business everybody so. but it was just so funny I said hey isn't that John and then they were like oh hey man what's up you know da, da, da. and they just like kept talking and then John was talking about how um, yeah, he was excited to do Broadway Radio because I introduced myself and um, that he was coming on the show again today and also it, it, just talking about that show. So we can't wait to see it. Absolutely. It is a small, small world after all. But let's get into the little bit of news that we have. And mostly it's going to be talking about things happening on the Broadway schedule as we are recording the Broadway production of Manhattan Theatre Club's Summer 1976 has ended its run. It is one of the one of the shows closing over the June and July period. The show starred Jessica Hecht and Laura Linney and was written by Pulitzer Prize winner David Auburn and set in the great city of Columbus, Ohio, and on and around the campus of The Ohio State University, which makes me a little sad that I didn't see it. Uh, I feel like I should have, but as you know, Grace, my schedule was a little tight when I was in town last, but um, congratulations to everybody over at the Samuel J. Friedman Theater. Now, a lot of other things have happened. Over the weekend, we had the first First, basically everybody that I know was at the invited dress for Here Lies Love on Broadway. And then we had the first official preview happen on Saturday. Mm -hmm. Again, everybody was there. And this show just looks like it is absolutely going to... 
really revolutionize a lot of what we think of in terms of what Broadway can do. Not only when we often talk about that, Grace, it's like, oh, this show is so different. It, it sounds different. It, 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 it is written differently. But just the way like the physical space is different over at the Broadway theater, we knew that they were going to be renovating things, taking out seats, making a lot of standing room on the floor. But having seen the li- literal pictures of it now, it really is mind-blowing what David Corrance has done over at the Broadway theater. I mean, name something new. I mean, David Corns is mind blowing. Like, I, I just think that this is so I, I can't wait. I cannot wait to see it. I've seen it before downtown. I had my reservations. A lot of people in different you know, communities have had thoughts about the subject matter. I have heard good reports from a lot of people that they've really taken a stance uh, in the show the way it's it's written now. So I'm eager to see it. Yeah, of course, this show is based on, and I I did not see it, so I I don't know a lot of the details, but I know it's about Amaldo and Ferdinand Marcos, which is obviously rife with a lot of political concerns and personal concerns of many, many people, but it features music by David Byrne and Fatboy Slim. David Byrne uh, wrote the music. What's interesting as I'm looking at this, Grace, is that there's no one credited with writing the book, which even in a sung-through show, there's always somebody credited with writing a book because like the book is not just the dialogue. It is the, it is the narrative of the story being told. So I'm interested in that. Like, is that, is it from your recollection, seeing it almost a decade ago, is it all sung through? How does that work? Do you remember? From my memory, I felt like it was a lot of singing and dancing. It did not. I don't remember moments of like book. Do you know what I mean? So I'm yeah. I'm interested if that's still the case. Yeah, we'll see. Directed by Alex Timbers and choreographed by Annie B. Parson has a phenomenal cast. Ariel Jacobs plays Imelda Marcos. Jose Lana plays Ferdinand Marcos. Conrad Ricamora is reprising one of the major roles that he did in New York theater before heading out to be a big TV star in Los Angeles. Leia Salonga is going to be in the show for just about a month, July 11th through August 13th. A ton of other incredible talents in this cast and the first completely Filipino cast of a Broadway musical, which is uh, obviously very, very exciting. All right. Also happening this week, something that I am equally excited about in Grace. As you know, I'm still crossing my fingers that I'm going to be there in New York when it happens because I entered a contest and tagged you along with me. Um, But opening on Thursday night, June 22nd at the Marquee Theater will be Once Upon a One More Time. Grace, I entered that contest. If I somehow win tickets and have to fly up, you're going to go with me, right? I think that's how it works. I think that that's that's what I'm expecting. So yes, thanks. Okay, all right. Well, <laughs> we had an amazing time. Yes. Yeah, so uh, I should know on Tuesday if I won, and I'm figuring just because my birthday is coming up, I feel like they have to let me win. So that would be a great a great uh, a birthday present that Britney Spears and her entire community could give me. Um, speaking of shows that are coming up and happening on Thursday, the 22nd, a show, Grace, that actually you and I saw together off Broadway, uh, Alex Edelman's Just For Us will begin previews at the Hudson Theater on Broadway on Thursday, and then it's going to open on Monday, the 26th. Uh, so a very quick turnaround, obviously a show that has been done not only off Broadway many, many times, but he has done this show around the country and around the world. It is a one person show that deals with. Um, a lot of things that are being talked about, not only in the world right now, but also on Broadway right now, uh, discusses a lot uh, with anti-Semitism and uh, and how people in general and Jewish people kind of navigate the world. So uh, looking forward to hearing all about this. It is a fairly short run going just through August 19th. 
We will have information on all three of those shows, Here Lies Love, Once Upon One More Time, and Just For Us in the show notes if you want to check that out. Um, And Grace, I thought this was very instructive. I think you actually reposted it. I I believe you're working on this show, but I did not know a ton about The Shark is Broken. Like, I didn't know. I knew the basic concept, but I didn't really know what it was about. But um, it's a little interview with Ian Shaw, who wrote it and is starring in it. He is playing his father, Robert Shaw, and he kind of discusses what the show's about and what the uh, the background of it was. It, that was not something that I knew about. Obviously, this show, I believe, had been done over in London, but I didn't really know all of those details. But that was really helpful to kind of uh, understanding what this play was actually about. And it wasn't just about like, hey, here's a background look at what was going on when they filmed Jaws. Yeah, this is a really special show. And and it deals a lot with, you know, fathers and sons and the fact that, you know, Ian is playing his father, Robert Shaw, and wrote it. It's that doesn't happen. <laughs> so no. um, I'm really obviously excited about it. Um, but yeah, I think I think people are in for more than what might read as like a funny romp of, uh, you know, like what what really happened, the hijinks. Like it's also like a touching story. And I think that people at the end of the day love to learn the behind the scenes stuff. So I'm, I'm excited for that. Yeah. Speaking of behind the scenes stuff, the last feel good recommendation that I want to give you before we head into the interview with Vibu is something that I'm sure you've watched, Grace. This came out on Friday and it is video from the sits probe of the um, old Vic production of Groundhog Day over in London. Obviously, Andy Carl is back with the cast. Tanisha Spring is playing Rita and uh, the rest of the cast singing with the orchestra for the first time. So I'm really excited to try to catch this before it ends. Obviously, I saw the first preview on Broadway. I saw it many, many times during its Broadway run. I have to try to see it when it's in London. Um, Those videos are just getting me more hyped. So congratulations. It's all working. And I've got to figure out all of the things, but I, I love Groundhog Day so much. And I love that Andy Carl's still attached. (laughs) Yeah. And, and so is his, all of the tendons and muscles in his leg. So all of those things are still attached, which is a good thing compared to the last time he tried to do this show. All right, Grace, well, let's get into your interview. What do we have to know um, about Sati, which is going to be a staged concert of the new musical happening at 54 Below on July 1st? So it's July 1st, um, 9.30 p.m. show. Everybody that's still in town in New York needs to be at this concert. Um, If you're not going away for the 4th, this is the thing that you have to go see. I've seen the music a couple of times. I'm going to let Vibu speak more on it because she's much better at it than I am. (laughs) But uh, in the meantime, please enjoy this conversation with Vibu Mohan. We are so excited today on Broadway Radio. Is this your Broadway day Broadway Radio debut? It sure is. Oh, amazing. Okay, well then it's even more special. So welcoming to your ears, Vibu Mohan. Hello, hello. Hi, Grace. Good to be here. Amazing. So I'm so excited about this upcoming show. I've seen a million of your other concerts. I've like fallen in love with you through the internet and just seeing you work live and just like as a performer, as a composer, as just like a producer, like, please tell us all about this upcoming show that you have at 54 Below. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, this show is really, really special to me. Its name is Sati, Goddess Incarnate. Um, The composer on the show is Zachary Katrin. I wrote the book and lyrics. 
Zach and I met when we were in grad school a couple years ago at the NYU Graduate Musical Theater Writing Program. Um, if you don't know a little bit of the skinny about the program, it's a two-year program. And in our second year, we get um, kind of like we get to speed date our classmates. And then from there, our advisors and professors pick a partner for us. Um based on our responses to them. And Zach and I got paired up and he is a classical composer and opera composer. My background is in Indian classical art. I'm a Bharatanatyam dancer, which is a kind of South Indian classical dance. I've been training in that for 20 years. So that's kind of how we were approaching each other. And I came into this collaboration really wanted wanting to write something epic, something big, something that's like based in Indian and Hindu mythology, which is something that I grew up with a lot and something that featured Bharatanatyam as a dance language. I, I just found it really, really fascinating to maybe bring all those elements together. And what we created is Sati Goddess Incarnate. It's a show about a young girl who is finding herself in adulthood and in adolescence and is learning about love and her sexuality and her place in society um, in the larger context of this society, which is extremely patriarchal, very hierarchical, um, thinks that women have their place. And she forms this connection with this goddess named Sati. Um, and through a series of events, which you're gonna have to come see the show to find out about, she ends up kind of becoming the village goddess and kind of having this place of high status in society. But then what happens when disaster strikes and suddenly this uh, status that she's gained becomes dangerous and really puts a target on her back? And what does she do from there? Um, so it's a story that really investigates the nature of storytelling. Um, there are this is based in oral storytelling tradition, and it really asks the question, what happens when the stories that we tell alter truth and fact and the information that we receive, um, and what happens when we don't know what is truth and what is not anymore? I feel like coming out of the past like three years that we've had, <laughs> I think we're all questioning that often. Um, so I think it's interesting that you've also like reframed that structure that's like not in a, a contemporary, like what we're living through right now sense, but also like in this storytelling sense, um, which is really exciting. So I, I think what's cool about presenting your work in this kind of fashion and like a concert setting is that there's like, it's not as like it's it's so risky but it's also so rewarding because you have like a full audience there kind of like ready to receive just like beautiful music, beautiful storytelling. They're ready to like have their little drinks and their foods and whatnot. So like what what are you hoping to gain like as an artist out of presenting the concert in this way? So we've already done a reading of the show also at 54 below in April. Um, which was really lovely. And the reading was a full reading. You got to hear everything about the show. When you come see the show on July 1st, you're only going to hear the music and the lyrics. So you're not going to get much book material. 
Um, but we're hoping to see what people's reaction is to the show in this kind of bare bones format where they don't get the entire story. They just get kind of this skeleton of the story. But really what is special about the show, I think, um, is the very unique score. Zach is such an incredible composer and I can't say enough good things about him in that I really threw a whole new world of sound and learning and a musical tradition I've been steeped in my whole life. And I kind of threw it at him and it was like, we got a year to write this musical. <laughs> Let's figure it out. But he's really found some amazing and interesting way to blend together Western classical, Carnatic, Indian classical, and musical theater elements into the score. So I really think that there is something identifiable inside of the score for everybody. I think there's something that everyone can enjoy in it. But also, I mean, hats off to our actors. It is a unbelievably tough score. And they've done such a great job. And I think that it's equal parts challenging and enjoyable. So I think what we're hoping to get out of this as artists is we hope that we can start cultivating an audience who is as in love with this show as we are and is ready to be challenged by it and is ready to equal parts enjoy it and ask questions about it. I mean, that's that's a perfect summary. I love that. Um, so where can people get tickets? Give us all the deeds. We're so excited to see this. Okay, so if you go to the 54 Below website um, and you go under the July calendar section, very conveniently on July 1st is us at 9.30. Um, I know that there are also some discounted tickets on Today Ticks, which you can get, but those are super limited. So um, get them while you can. We also have a little discount code today. Um, if you purchase either the main dining room or the bar rail tickets and use the code incarnate five, again, the show's name is Sati Goddess Incarnate. The discount code is incarnate, the number five. You will get $5 off of your order. And also if anybody is listening who is a student, um, 54 Below does do a student rush. So you can come the day of with a valid student ID and you can get $20 tickets to the show as well. So all my students out there definitely take advantage of that. Listen, we're making it accessible. This is perfect. Well, thank you so much, Fabu. Like literally the music that you produce is so stunning and I love seeing you perform it as well. So um, this is going to be one that you definitely want to do. I mean, listen, most of us in New York are still in New York um, on that day. So like, please, please, please make your way to this concert. It's going to be really, really special. And thank you so much for joining us today. Thanks, Grace. And if I can just say one more thing on this um we're yeah. in this really beautiful time right now in musical theater where we're seeing a lot of South Asian work. I want to shout out my friends who are in Monsoon Wedding and there's shows, there's things being developed like The Lunchbox, Come Fall in Love, Banging It. It's a really, really exciting time to be seeing so much South Asian work. I definitely grew up not seeing many South Asians at all in musical theater and now knowing them, loving them, being their their colleagues and their friends. Um, this community is so special. 
and this cast is an all South Asian cast. We have like a majority um, POC creative team. It is a really, really special room that when we started writing this musical two years ago, we didn't know if we could cultivate. We didn't think we could get there. Um, so if if we want to keep seeing work like this, the major piece that helps us do that is support. So we already appreciate all of the people who have been supporting us through our journey. Um, and we hope that you will also come and join uh, the Sati family and keep helping us create more work for South Asians and for all people of color, people from marginalized communities in the New York theater space. You don't have to tell me twice. I love it. Yeah. <laughs> um, thank you so much for saying that. And thank you so much for sharing. And uh, we sincerely cannot wait to continue to support more of your work. This is so exciting. So thank you so much for joining us today. Thanks, everyone. Have a lovely day. All right, that is all that we have for today. Thanks for listening to Today on Broadway. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Broadway Radio. And you can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at BWW Matt. Grace, where can people find you? You can find me on all forms of social media at It's Grace Hockey. And as you can hear, my voice is coming back. So thanks. Yes, it's a little less <laughs> Kathleen Turner, getting a little bit more into uh, uh, Party Girl. Party Girl, a little Demi Moore, which is always cool. Yeah. Too. Uh, oh, I that's love that. nice. Thanks. Maybe I can be in. Esmeralda and Hunchback on that note. Anyway, that is all that we have. Have a wonderful Monday, a wonderful week. We'll be back to talk to you tomorrow.